You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, good morning, good morning, or good afternoon, depending on what part of the country you are joining us here today. I am Dr. Jeff Werber, your host for the next half hour here on Pet Life Radio on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. And um, hopefully you're all so far enjoying this magnificent Sunday morning, at least magnificent here in L.A. I don't want to make the rest of you jealous. Though. I did just talk to somebody in Charleston, South Carolina. And um, I understand it's very hot, but muggy there. You see, we're lucky out here in L.A. is is we get the heat, but we don't get the muggy. So it's much more comfortable. And yeah, not a cloud in the sky. It's a gorgeous day. So hope you're doing okay on this Sunday. Hope your pets are doing okay. We talked last week. I was mentioning about this really cool event, and it happened last night. It was sponsored by the Kong Veterinary Products, the division of Kong, and I'm sure you're all familiar with Kong. In fact, my good friend Joe Markham, who is the uh, CEO of Kong, was there. And also benefiting Best Friends Animal Society, which is uh, amazing. And and they have a a tremendous presence in many cities. And they sponsor a very, very large group of animal shelters. They call it NKLA, No Kill LA, trying to slowly get all animal shelters and and rescues. Well, of course, the rescues are no-kill, but to get the animal shelters to be no-kill. So this was a really cool, it was an art auction, but it wasn't just any art. They did have some graffiti art. They had some really cool stuff, but the event was called More Than a Cone because what they did, they took those Elizabethan collars, you know, the cones, the cones of shame, if you will, and Kong Veterinary Products does manufacture and make some fantastic cones. So instead of just having this bland, plastic, whatever cone, They commissioned some world-famous artists and to sort of reimagine the Cone of Shame. And they actually painted with amazing – in other words, the cone became their canvas. And these tremendous, very, very – hopefully it's someday, because I did buy one – works of art will be worth something. But I think it's really cool. So I wanted to – it was a great event. You know, it was one of those events they didn't really have an RSVP, if you will. It went out there. They had great marketing, great media marketing uh, online. And so the social networking was great. They were expecting maybe, maybe 400, 500 people. They had well over 1,000 people. It was just amazing. High energy. People dressed up nicely on a Saturday night here in Los Angeles. It was really, really a fun event. I have no idea how much they they raised, but I know that the, the folks over at Best Friends were very, very happy. And I, you know, it's interesting to watch that organization. I started working with Best Friends, oh my God, 20 years ago. In fact, I had the pleasure of emceeing their first few events that were here in Malibu, California. And uh, it was just a small organization at the time. And now I've just watched them grow. They have a humongous facility in Kanab, Utah. They have local shelters all over the country. So uh, anyway, it was really just a a nice event. Uh, And wherever cities you are, keep your eyes out because this was the test. They want to see if if this could fly, if the concept would fly. They're going to start taking some of the, the designs and incorporating them into the manufacturing of cones. So therefore, no longer will it be that drab, plastic, sort of opaqueish cone. It is going to be a work of art. So your dog no longer needs to feel shameful when wearing one such cone because they'll be walking around with just a masterpiece, which is really cool. 
So um, before we get to one of the topics I wanted to you know, introduce, I did want to reiterate, and again, just because with the heat, and I'm getting, I still get questions all the time, and then I drive around town, and I see it just gets me, are people driving around, A, with their pets, well, first of all, with the heads hanging out the window, we talked about that last week or a few weeks ago. Now, if you're going to take your pet in your car, that's great. I'm all for it. Your pet, if, if you can't take it to work with you, I'd love it, but you have to keep your pets safe. They need to be either in a carrier or they need to be in a harness that will click into a seatbelt. So hanging the head out the window, of course, we run the risk of the what we call exposure keratitis, which is the wind and the dust particles hitting the eyes at uh, you know a zillion miles an hour, will or can have an effect on the cornea, and it can cause what we call a keratitis, or worse yet, a corneal ulcer or an erosion. And it is very irritating. And what's interesting about dogs' corneas is that when intact they don't seem to care so much about something in their eye. When you think about the, how we feel when we get an eyelash in an eye or that little dust particle, or if you wear contacts and the contact slips off and goes either way up or way down, you know you feel it, you feel the irritation. Dogs don't seem to be bothered by that. However, once that superficial, that outermost layer of cornea becomes compromised, the nerve endings are in those outermost layers, and it's very painful. So interestingly, a superficial corneal ulcer is often more painful than the deep ulcer. Now, of course, the deep ulcer is more serious, and we worry about something called a, a desmetaseal when we get actually a rupture of the cornea and contents of the anterior chamber start leaking out of the eye. Very dangerous. But they can walk around with a deep ulcer and not really be as in much pain as when they have a very, very non-serious superficial ulcer. So it's just kind of good because that usually sort of helps that owner realize there's an eye problem and brings the pet in before that superficial, non-serious ulcer becomes a more serious one. So if you see your dog squinting, when does this happen? Well, for certainly driving around with a head out the window. If you have a, as I do, I have many dogs, two of which are French Bulldogs. French Bulldogs are what we call a brachycephalic breed. The brachycephalics are the short-nosed breeds. Your losses, your Shih Tzus, your Pugs, your Bostons, your Frenchies, your Peaks, your Griffins, you know, the Brussels. And these dogs, you know, so much of a dog's sense is tactile. So, for example, if a dog is going through some thick brush or some bushes, their nose, their face, their longer normal muzzle will give them a clue, a hint as to what is ahead of them. And when they know that there might be some danger or these thick bushes, they have time to react and blink their eyes. The problem is with the brachycephalics is that by the time whatever it is that's going to hit their nose, their snout, their face, it's already hit the eye. So it's very, very common for these dogs to end up with what we call a corneal erosion or a corneal ulcer. Additionally, another time that you know, people seem to freak, and it's just so interesting because there is a little controversy here too, but when dogs get, or cats, get bathed, often if the eyes aren't rinsed very well, also we can get an ulcer. Now, here's what I find interesting. A little soap in an eye is not the end of the world, as long as it's rinsed off. If you wait too long and don't rinse it, it causes irritation. So what does the dog do when the eye is irritated and they're not wearing a cone of shame? So what happens is they take their paw and they start rubbing at the eye. 
So even though the initial insult wasn't bad enough to cause an ulcer or an erosion, the rubbing of the eye is plenty to do that. So they start to rub. So the controversy is, should we, or we, whether it's a veterinary hospital, whether it's a groomer, put some eye lube in the eye? And here's, I think it's still good to protect. It doesn't hurt. However, what happens is when an eye lube and eye protectant is put in the eye, whoever is doing the bath, giving the bath, knowing they put something in the eye, they don't panic. They don't worry when that soap hits the eye. So they don't rinse it off right away. They figure, ah, it's okay because we have the lube. So instead, this soap, depending on, on how it interacts with the lube, might actually stay there. So my recommendation, my caution is that even though your groomer or you or your veterinarian is going to have your dog bathed and maybe put some eye protecting in, you still need to respect the eye. You still need to rinse as soon as you think you got soap in the eyes or at the end, rinse the face, rinse the eyes really well. Anyway, I want to know what you guys think about this. I am available here for you. We're here every Sunday for those new listeners. We used to be on Thursdays, and we moved the show to what we think is and hope is a better time slot for you to get listeners, but we want to hear from you. I am here. The advice is free. You can call me at 877-385-8882. You can send me a quick note to drjeff, Jeff at petliferadio.com, or join in on the conversation. If you log on right now, it's 9-11 my time, 12-11 your time, to petliferadio.com. You can click on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and then you will be in. You will see that page, and right under the um, where it says, call in every week with your pet questions, etc., there's a long box that says, join the conversation. Click on join the conversation. Type in your question. What do you get out of it? Well, first of all, free advice. Hopefully, it's advice you like, but it's free. Secondly, for all of our emailers, all of our callers, anyone who wants to join us on the show, share an experience, ask a question, you name it. We will send you out a free ProSense product, ProSense Pet Products, one of our show sponsors. We will also send you out another one of our sponsors is Speak of the Devil, Kong. We'll send you out a free Kong toy just for calling in, asking a question, sending me an email. I'll share the email on the air, either that same show, depending on when we get it, or the next show. So you can't lose other than hopefully giving you an opportunity to get your questions answered, anything about your pet. And if I don't have an answer after doing this for as many years as I have, and this is uh, I'm in my 31st right now, we will get an answer for you because I have enough of a slew of experts that I can talk to and get an answer if you have a real difficult, challenging question. In fact, we love difficult, challenging questions. And I like to be controversial. So yeah, if there's something that you want to talk about, that uh, might be a little bit on edge, then certainly we want to hear from you as well. So just give us a call. And as I said, you can't lose. And I want to thank also our retail sponsors, Walmart, Target, uh, who carry our full line of ProSense products. When we come back from the break, I want to discuss something. And I know we discussed it on the Thursday show, but I'm hoping we have a new group of listeners. And that is, what is the story with these non-anesthetic dentistries done by a groomer? I think we need to get into that as well. So anyway, we are going to take a quick break here. It's the midway point in our show. So don't go away. Remember, when we come back, I want you to give us a call at 877-385-8882. The call is free and the advice is free. Or just come on and log in right now. What else are you doing? You're enjoying your coffee. You're having your bagels, your donuts, whatever. Join us in here at Pet Life Radio. Ask the vets with Dr. Jeff and sort of join in the conversation. Ask us a question. Be happy to answer. We'll be right back in a minute. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. 
It's dinner time in America, where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bringing home a puppy or new dog is exciting, and he's depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Hi, this is T.O.D. Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters, too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back. And thank you for joining us here on this glorious Sunday morning or early afternoon uh, here on Pet Life Radio. You're with Dr. Jeff Werber, the host of Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff here on Pet Life. And we want you to call us in and get your questions answered at 877-385-8882. If you don't have the courage to do it today, then next Sunday, as a matter of fact, next Sunday, I'll be coming to you live from Cancun, Mexico, just getting a, a little R&R. So uh, yeah, we're doing the show live from Cancun. And you can also send me emails to Dr. Jeff, that's drjeff at PetLifeRadio.com. And lastly, come on in, join us right now. we got another 15 minutes of our show live here on Pet Life Radio. Just log on to Pet Life Radio, click on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, and uh, just type away, and um, we'll get to your questions. Of course, any of your questions, when you call in, when you write in, when you email me, we will send you out a ProSense product and a free Kong toy just for getting the courage to get your questions answered. So, you know, one of the things that before we uh, took the, the break, I, I mentioned, and I am still getting a lot of questions about this, and, and sadly, I see a lot of dogs. We had a, a dog come in on Friday, and 
this was a little Maltese. Now, I have to preface this by saying that it is extremely common for small breeds to have pretty lousy teeth. So, uh, you know, I, I get it. I get it. But what was more shocking to me is that this client had been, looks at me when I show her how terrible her dog's teeth were. And actually during the process, what I do now with iPhones, because, you know, it's great to have an Android and iPhone, because when I want to show a client how terrible the teeth is during the procedure, all I have to do is videotape how loose the tooth is. And it's, I mean, and it's, you know, the expression, a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, oh my God, they see this and they, oh my God, doc, thank you so much. You had to pull that tooth. But what was interesting about this poor dog is that mom had been taking the dog for grooming to have the teeth done on a fairly regular basis. Of course, it's the groomer, so it's non-anesthesia. And the, really, the problem becomes, are we doing these dogs a service or not? So we also have a version at my hospital of a non-anesthesia. It's not non-anesthesia. It's not full general anesthesia. But it is using an agent that is phenomenal that puts them into sort of a pretty deep twilight sleep. We add to that a pain medication. Let's put it this way. They are down enough that they could still be intubated, which, by the way, in certain states now, uh, including California, it's become practice act that any dog that, or cat that is having a dentistry or a dental procedure done needs to be intubated. Now, I think that this rule has come into effect because they want to make sure that the groomers are not doing it. And I'll explain why in a minute. And also, I think there's a certain safety feature because when or if you're using certain equipment that, for example, a, an ultrasonic scaler called the Cavitron, for example, or the attachment as a Cavitron, the debris in the mouth, the plaque, which is comprised of minerals, of course, saliva, bacteria, starts to become aerosolized. And if there's no protection blocking that aerosolized bacteria, from the throat, the trachea, as these dogs are breathing, they'll potentially breathe it right down into their lungs. So I think there's a really smart safety feature there as well when it comes to needing to intubate, keep a pet intubated. But I think it does prevent the true non-anesthetic dentistry. So um, anyway, this poor dog had horrendous teeth despite the fact that it had been going fairly regularly. And the owner would say that when she would pick the dog up, oh my God, she goes, doc, the teeth look great. They look so well. So anyway, here's a study that, that I wanted to share with you. And I want you to think twice next time you're even thinking or considering having anybody but your veterinarian or a veterinary dentist doing the dental procedures on your pets. So a good friend of mine, he's a veterinary dentist. He's pretty much based in Colorado, but he, he travels, he lectures all over the world. He did a study. It was a, uh, a study that uh, took place. It was either over three or four years where he identified clients on a regular basis that would take their pets to a groomer for, quote unquote, a dental cleaning. He contacted them, told them he was doing a study. I think he led them to believe that he wanted to show how well these groomers are doing, which was very funny. And he had the clients on his dime for free go to his office for pre-groomer cleaning pictures. And they were to come back to him afterwards for post pictures. So what he didn't tell them, or I'm sure they maybe knew as part of the program, but he was also taking post-cleaning x-rays. Well, after three or four years of following these patients, the post-cleaning pictures, in other words, lifting up the gum, looking at the surface of the tooth, the teeth were nice and white, they were shiny, they were polished, they looked pretty darn good. But following these dogs for these few years, 
on post-cleaning x-rays as compared to a group of dogs that were getting full anesthesia dental cleanings, the bone destruction in the group that was not getting or having full anesthesia, i.e. they were not able, these groomers, if you will, these dental hygienists, if you will, were not able without any kind of sedation to really dig under those gums to clean, to do deep root cleaning, and the destruction was dramatic. Even anyone who ever thought for a second that it was okay to do this without any anesthesia because my dog is the best and he can sit there, no way, absolutely not. Dogs and cats, to do the job that we need to do, need to have some sort of sedation, some relaxation, pain medication, and in certain states now, enough that you can even intubate the dog. I know, and again, this is, it goes state by state, but again, here in California, if a non-veterinarian cleans the surface of a tooth with a metallic object, like a tartar scraper or a Cavitron, right, or the Rotor Pro, whatever technique you want to use, and not doing it under the direct supervision of a veterinarian is considered practicing veterinary medicine without a license and actually can be fined as a misdemeanor. So that's a huge thing. So I think it's very important for any of you who have been going to a groomer, if you want to, let's say, for example, for example, your dog is an older dog and really needs to go in twice a year. If you said to me, you know what, once a year I want to come to my vet and get full cleaning, deep root cleaning, etc., and once a year I want to go to the groomer just to you know, get the plaque as it's accumulating before it has the opportunity to start traveling up below the gums, all right, I, not bad, not a bad compromise. But I think it's important that when you have your pet's teeth cleaned at least once a year, they also get dental x-rays because there's a lot that we can't see that's going on under the gums. Just like, you know, we go in for cleanings routinely, and you know what it's like. At least once a year, you're going to have x-rays taken. So I think certainly after dogs, a middle-aged dog or older, they're already sedated. A dental series should definitely be taken. We use the same digital equipment that your dentist uses. We can get the films instantly right on a computer screen and really know the status. I had a case recently where there was a little bit of a gum recession, and it was one of the molars and you could see actually a premolar, and you could see that just the little space between the two roots brewing because of the little gum recession. And the tooth appeared to be solid as a rock. So I said to the owner, you know what? Look, I, I'm not a magician. I can't see. Let me take an x-ray and see what's going on. Certainly took an x-ray. The bone was gorgeous. The teeth were deeply rooted. So we're going to have, we did some work to try, just like people, when you have a little gingivitis and what we call gingival or gum recession. The dentist has you do some exercises with the, that rubber tip of a toothbrush to strengthen the gums. Well, we can do the same thing. We can help the process and see if we can't keep these teeth healthy. Trust me, veterinarians are not in the business just to pull teeth for the sake of pulling teeth. If we're going to pull a tooth, it's going to be because we need to. If it's something where there might be a cosmetic issue and you want to have a root canal done, of course, some veterinarians, some private practitioners do it. But now, there are many, many cities, all the universities, the vet schools have veterinary dentists that can do the root canals, that can do orthodonture if needed, that can cut teeth down if have to, they can do what's called pulpotomies, all these advanced procedures, gingival gum flaps, whatever it takes to keep your pet's teeth 
and gums healthy can be done. So don't think that the answer to everything now is pulling teeth either because it's not. So anyway, one last thing before we go. I want you to be all very careful. It is summer. It's here officially. And we do not want dogs or cats being left in cars, even in the shade, at all. Even with the windows cracked, there is never a good time. That car is like a sweat box. And when these dogs are in there panting, nervous, even if it's in the shade, the temperatures in a car during the summer can reach well over 100 degrees in no time. So it is never okay. So keep that in mind. I hate to see that. I've been in parking structures inside and I see the window cracked and this dog's in the back seat during the middle of the day. Not a good idea. So don't be silly. Don't be careless. You know, you say it was only for five minutes and then you bump into somebody or something happens in the store and five minutes becomes 15 minutes, becomes 20 minutes and you come back to either a dog who's in the midst of a major heat stroke or a dead dog. Nobody wants to see that. So anyway, thanks for being here on Let's Talk Pets, Pet Life Radio, Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. We will be here next Sunday, 9 a.m. in the West and uh, 12 noon. He's looking forward to it. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.